everyone, Terry Welbrock here, host of the Healing Place podcast. Just taking a moment before today's, again, another special episode of the Healers of Hilton Head series. Even if you do not live in Hilton Head, South Carolina, or the surrounding areas, the low country, uh, these interviews are just jam-packed with amazing content on healing modalities and hope and inspiration and motivation. Um, and many of these folks that I'm talking to, these beautiful souls doing healing work, can connect uh, with folks all over the world. So please reach out to them. Um, the beauty of Zoom, one of the gifts that came out of uh, our pandemic was the ability to start connecting with others via Zoom and uh, those kinds of platforms wherever we are in the world. So it's, it's just brought us all together, and I love that. I love the idea of that. Um, again, here to celebrate um, that my rash from, my, from the mycotoxin poisoning that I had from mold toxicity. Oh my gosh, it looks so much better. I'm currently reading a book on uh, healing psoriasis naturally, and because one of the, one of the symptoms that arose um, out of that exposure was an autoimmune response of psoriasis and so my body started attacking itself and I've just had this horrific rash for gosh over a year and now today I'm wearing shorts because I know it's December in uh in Hilton Head South Carolina and it's gorgeous today (laughs) I mean blue skies and I think it's in the mid or to upper 70s so I'm in shorts, and I, and I love it because I look down, and I don't have these blotches all over. I mean, I, they're, they're white blotches now, but they're, that means they're healing. So um, always looking for those ways to, to help my body. I introduced two new teas. Uh, one is a slippery elm bark, and another one uh, is American saffron. Uh, so I'm, I'm utilizing those, continuing with my Epsom salt baths with some uh, Aztec healing clay. Um, and just again, watching, changing the foods that I eat. I've, I've been on a restricted diet for a while and adding foods back in, but I'm really being cognizant about those that have an impact, uh, particularly nightshades when it comes to psoriasis. So I'm just learning a lot. So my point being, whatever's going on in your life, research, be your own advocate, be your own hero. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Keep fighting, keep seeking answers. That's one of my biggest messages to folks is uh, uh, you can do this and um, use your voice. Use your voice uh, to to seek answers and find solutions that work for you. We're not cookie cutter. What works for someone else may not work for you, but don't be afraid to try things. And obviously, I always have to say, with the speak to your uh, medical practitioner uh, before introducing new things to, especially if you're on medications, to make sure that they there aren't interactions um, with that. So, all right. With that being said, another wonderful edition of the special Healers of Hilton Head series. Thanks. Enjoy. Welcome, everybody, to the Healing Place podcast. I'm your host, Terry Welbrock, and another edition of the special series, Healers of Hilton Head. And 
I had, I think I've said on some of the other episodes, but I'm just going to say again, the purpose of this series is not just to shine a light on these beautiful healers that are here in the low country area and Hilton Head Island, but as a way for you, as you sit in your corner of the world to just listen to all of these modalities that are available so you can look in your own community to see what's what's open to you. So today I have Tanya Colucci with here with me. Tanya is an expert shaman, ordained minister, massage therapist, energy healer, author, and speaker. She holds an MS in health promotion management from American University and a BS in exercise science. So welcome, Tanya. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Well, again, I, I told you, I looked at your list on your, well, when I, when I first started researching you and uh, stalking your website and all that stuff, oh my gosh, the work you're doing, sacred soul coaching, that right there, I was like, oh, I want to do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> it just sounds so awesome to me. Uh, but I know one of the main things that you do is, um, my is it myofascial? Myofascial release, yes. Myofascial release, yes. So can you just talk to us a little bit about what is that? <laughs> sure. It's probably when I see people one-on-one in person, it's probably one of the main modalities that I use. I'm trained with John Barnes, who's the creator of myofascial release. So it's a very unique form of body work that I look at your whole body as one unit to see where you're out of balance or out of alignment. And I use my hands to apply a gentle to moderate pressure to release tightness in your body that your body's creating, that's creating any symptoms that you might be having, whether it's physical pain, emotional, digestive issues, headaches. The fascial system is everywhere in our body. So it's the outer layer of every cell. So physically, it's the only system that connects all the other systems of the body. But most people that come to me come to me because they are or have been having a chronic issue for a long time. But the longer that I work with people with doing the body work, where my coaching comes into play is that I do a lot of dialoguing with clients because our consciousness flows through our fascial system. It's the superhighway. So anything that we experience in our life, emotions, traumas, surgeries, it actually is trapped when they say our body keeps score. It's actually trapped in the, the tissues of our body. And so a lot of chronic issues that people are having, it's not just rooted in the physical body. I like to look at that physical body as the roadmap to the soul. And that aching back that just won't go away is likely a sign from your higher self at a soul level that there's really deeper healing that you're desiring on a deeper level. Um, And we get there through the awareness of our physical body going into those feelings and sensations to start to let some of the stored tissue memory that's stuck in there, whether it be suppressed emotions, trauma, imprints that we've experienced that our body hasn't had the opportunity to fully release out. So a lot of people that I work with, um, I really enjoy working with people that want to go deep and do the deep healing work because um, most people's physical stuff is rooted in trauma and other suppressed emotions that just need to come out. So I use that form of body work to help kind of get in there and get people to start tuning in to themselves at a deeper level. And then I use some of the coaching work to help people bring more awareness and tune in to what it is that's in their heart so that they can really tap into what it is they want, want, need, and desire in their life. And they can start unfolding and releasing the things that are kind of stuck, preventing them from living their truth. Um, so that's the main thing that I do. But I, uh, I, do, I do work with clients like long distance, and I can do healing work that way too and bring in the coaching that way. So 
I just love empowering people to take their power back by tapping into themselves to allow their natural inner healing ability to kick in to do its job. Yes. Oh, you're speaking to my soul because I'm so <laughs> on board with all of it and say, yes, amen. Uh, I know, and, and you had recently invited me to participate in um, a, a healing session that was, oh my gosh, so incredibly powerful. And so I, again, I just love the work you're doing. Uh, there was someone else was leading it and there was chanting and uh, I, I mean, like I was tearing up, like I had tears falling yeah, down. There <laughs> Two of my uh, fr dear friends and colleagues, uh, Candace Blair and um, Jessica Golden, they actually live in the area, but we were all in several places at the moment. It was on Lionsgate 88. So we all came together with our skills and I did crystal bowl sound healing. Yes. And, this is healing. Oh. and Candace did like a little guided meditation and um, Jessica did, you know, a chant with the harmonium. And so it was really to bring in all those energies that were coming in on that kind of galactic portal day of 88 to, um, you know, just bring ourselves together and help offer some of that healing energy and whole space for people to bring that yes. in. So, oh, yeah. Beautiful. Well, and I love what you said about fascia. Uh, and sorry if I'm not saying it right, but I, someone I had read somewhere or someone had told me that, you know, our, our hearts pump our blood through our system, like, right. But our, our fascia, doesn't it need to like move and be stimulated and so that it can release, but we have to like, do it ourselves right like like exercise does it right well so the fascia um when it's healthy and each individual microfiber of the fascia there's actually a gel-like substance called ground substance and when it's healthy it's very pliable and fluid like but what happens is through the inflammatory response in our body so whether it's emotional stress physical stress whether we're moving not moving traumas that we've experienced in space that gel-like substance starts to solidify and harden and so when it's tight and hard, it's not that your muscle is tight and hard. It's actually that that connective tissue that is the structure that makes up everything. It's the outer layer of every cell muscle tissue. It's, you have fascia around your organs. So the fascia only releases three ways. So it's um, sustained pressure. Uh, after about three minutes, your body releases the stuck energy, which is causing the physical tightness. There's a heat release. So that would be the pressure either with my hand or you can use other tools to release the tissue. And I usually give clients uh, that type of homework to do. Then there's rebounding, a jiggling or a jostling that can get your body to release holding patterns because a lot of the tightness is a holding pattern in our body, not just a physical holding pattern. Like if I'm using my arms all day like this, I might get, you know, have a tendency to have tightness here. But also when we have emotional patterns or subconscious layers, our body actually lays down tightness that mimics patterns that we have emotionally that are stuck too. So the jiggling or the jostling, the rebounding helps. And then the third arm of my releasing your fascia is called unwinding. So unwinding is actually a natural process when you can really let your brakes take off and let your body go. Your body will actually start moving in space to go into positions to release the tissue on its own with its own inner wisdom. And so a lot of times clients will unwind on the table, whether it's with shaking or their arms and limbs will start moving or their whole bodies. And really when you can let yourself go, your body knows what it needs to do in order to get into a position to release the tightness. Um, exercise in general is not gonna release your fascia. Um, if you hold a stretch for multiple minutes, that tissue doesn't really start to release until after the 90 second mark. And then, you know, really holding a stretch for three to five minutes where you're applying a tensile length to it 
um, you can get that tissue to release, but those are really the main ways um, to get that tissue yeah. to I think, and thanks so much for clarifying that. I think I yeah. must have been thinking lymph. I think I was thinking the lymph system. So yeah, yes. so the lymph, yeah. And the lymph, uh, the lymph system, the blood vessels and the nerves, they all go through that fascial system. So okay. when, all, when you're having pr problems draining your lymph or you're having edema, whether it's from surgeries or radiation or anything like that, a lot of times there's actually a fascial restriction um, that's strangling the ability of the lymph to flow freely because it's in our more superficial part of our body and movement does help lymph flow. But if you have like a dam, let's say in a river and there's like a fascial restriction here, it's putting over 2000 pounds of force per square inch on your body. I mean, if you think about that, it's literally like a vice grip that's strangling the nerves, blood vessels, lymph vessels. So that fluid can't flow. So even if you are moving to try to get that to flow, if you have a restriction there, it's not gonna go anywhere. So you have to open up that tissue so that all the fluids of your body can work better, even on a cellular level too. The cells can even work better to do their job, so. Wow, okay. Well, that makes, I mean, yeah, yeah. so much sense, right. Is inflammation, is, is that related to, to yes. this? Because I know inflammation, I, I truly think it's our biggest issue uh, mm -hmm. with, with health. Yes. So that inflammatory response in the body could be caused from, like I said, it could be um, emotional stress, can get our nervous system overactive and cause our body to get inflamed. Physical stress, whether it's I'm active or not active, you know, sitting, you know, in a position sitting all day is stressful to the body and that causes inflammation and tightness in the body. What we put in our body, what we eat, toxins all causes inflammation. So the more open we can keep that system, it is the relay system for every other system in our body, the less inflamed you're going to be because you're releasing the inflammation with releasing that fascial tissue so everything can flow more easily. Um, when you're applying pressure in an area for more than three minutes, the body actually releases its own anti-inflammatory hormones, interleukin-8 and interleukin-2b, and those are the natural anti-inflammatory hormones that will rush to the area to help decrease the inflammation that's there. So just the pressure, the gentle to moderate pressure alone for a lo that longer period of time helps your body to naturally decrease inflammation. Okay. So yeah, it's pretty powerful stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I know when I've had massages in the past, now I've never done this sort of work, but I've had massages and my massage therapist years and years and years ago would be like, Oh, there's a spot. And she would just like hold her thumb down on it. Is that, is that what she was doing was trying to just release something along those lines? If she was holding it. Yeah. For that extended period of time. Yes. Um, with this particular type of myofascial release, it's not aggressive, it's not forceful, so you ease your way into the body. And um, there's no oils or anything I use, so I'm like directly on your skin, so I'm not sliding and gliding on your skin. I'm sinking down into your body like I'm sinking into wet clay, and then I kind of get in there and get stuck to tissues, and then as your body releases, I can go deeper and deeper. So yeah, holding pressure in areas where there's a hardness or density, that's what helps to get it to melt, is okay. that sustained pressure for extended period of time. Wonderful. I know yeah. for me, well, the whole purpose of this show originally, when we started it, was uh, about um, trauma and trauma recovery and uh, the, for survivors. And so the guests I was bringing on, it's, it's just continued to blossom. But it is so fascinating that when you when you first started talking about how trauma is stored in the body and yeah, uh, yeah the body keeps the score. Well, of course, such a great read. And uh so yeah, so one of the questions that I then have as a, as a survivor and 
done so much incredible healing work is I still have some stuck things. And so we just haven't been able to get to it in EMDR therapy. And we just, we're, we're working through some stuff in some somatic therapies. So is, is this something that it, you can get to without having to really tap into the traumas without having to go revisit it. Right. So a lot of people have that fear. Like I was working with a client earlier today and who's having like nagging hip and shoulder pain. I'm like, it's, you know, it's probably, it's really not your, your hip and your shoulder. It's your body telling your soul telling you there's something else deeper that needs healed. And so a lot of times then stuff starts to come out. Well, you know, I experienced, you know, maybe their partner committed suicide or they were in an abusive relationship or they were getting abused at work or it could be layers and layers and layers of stuff. And so when we're in the trauma itself, we go into that primal response of that fight, flight, flee, you know, and a lot of times we get frozen in that response. Even though we, we do therapy, we feel like we're healing emotionally, mentally, your body hasn't had the opportunity. It's like an energetic stuckness or imprint to release that stuck energy and go through that primal release, which is a thawing response and then the energetic release. So a lot of the residual stuff that's stuck, you don't necessarily, when I say we have to feel it in order to heal, we really have to move into our feeling intuitive senses and feel not just somatic is such like a hot topic right now, but, but really what that is, is feeling through your body, where in your body are you holding that pattern or that trauma and sometimes it's just a matter of like feel your shoulder aching and when you feel the physical pain going underneath that what emotion is under there what is your body holding on to and a lot of times when we've experienced trauma we're so afraid to revisit the emotions or the sensations that we had during it but it doesn't have to be a long drawn out process sometimes it's literally just um a wave of anger that comes up or tears that come out or grief or sadness and it doesn't necessarily matter what it's attached to like what particular event you don't have to relive it or consciously get your brain involved at all it's just a matter of allowing yourself to dive into the feeling feel it and give your body permission to release it energetically through a physical release of the tissue through an emotional release your body might shake or thaw out um, or move to get that imprint out essentially, which is just stuck energy in the body. And so until it has the permission or feels safe to do that, it's still wreaking havoc on your body. So it manifests in anxiety or people have neurological shaking or they have pain or they have migraines or tinnitus in their ear or, I mean, the list of symptoms goes on and on. And and I would say eight to nine times out of 10, it's it's not just physical, it's rooted so much more deeply in just, your body just needs to feel safe to let go and feel and release. And it can be a very short process. And if you're ready, um, subconsciously, you know, it can be very rapid or it might be a slower, more unraveling over time with whatever that person is more com- most comfortable with. And ultimately at the end of the day, you're always in control in a healing session. So if the emotion gets too overwhelming, um, you always have the ability to turn it off and to stop and to, you know, stop the process. But typically people feel so good after they like layer after layer, just let go that um, there's just that sense of lightness, even though it's intense, that that happens. Oh, I've said that when I used to talk about my EMDR sessions when I first started and saying I I would just sob hysterically the drive home the next day. But I kept going back because you're right. 
yeah. when you know it's working on a on a body soul just that that level then yes <laughs> you go back and you do some more because you're like oh i feel it <laughs> i feel the yeah. healing happening yeah i mean we're feeling intuitive beings and a lot of what we're taught is to not is to suppress you know feeling all those emotions the whole range of them right so the deeper that i can feel and let go of the anger the rage the grief the what you know down here the more fully i can fully experience the other side of like joy and happiness and deliciousness you know so the more deeply you can allow yourself to feel all of those emotions and layers the more rich and you know yeah when you're going through the waves of healing, it's a never ending journey, but it's, it gets just more and more deep and, you know, your day-to-day -day presence in your life just gets better. Beautiful. So a question being that, so the majority of people who come to you then, or all of them come with a physical pain, or can people come and say, like, I just have this feeling like, or, or anxiety or whatever it is that's going on with them. Can, can, can you work with that or does it have to be a spot? Nope, it doesn't have to be a spot. Even when someone just has, comes to me for maybe back pain, I never am just looking at the back. I'm looking at your whole body physically. So your body is gonna show me based on how your holding patterns are and your tightness. And that's where I'm gonna start to start to open your body up. But truly, I, I have people coming to me from like babies that are having issues to 90 some year old adults that are having pain to like everyone in between athletes, people that have experienced trauma and are having physical symptoms, like whether it be neurological symptoms, anxiety attacks, um, PTSD, um, to physical like chronic issues. And so it's the whole gamut, honestly, like people come to me for different reasons, usually word of mouth referrals. I have a few doctors that do refer me patients. Um, there's a few doctors that are very, even though they practice traditional medicine, you know, they'll do the tests in the office, but they know because of their own healing journey that it's probably not physical. So let's say, I, need, I think you need to see Tanya for your neck pain because they know it's not their neck. And so um, really the type of client that I energetically want to draw towards me is someone that really wants to do the deep healing work even if they're coming to me initially for neck pain, I know it's not about their neck. It's about something else deeper that needs healed. And so I tell people this can be very deep healing work to heal things that have been suppressed over time or that yeah. really need to come up and out. And so that's the type of client that I personally draw to me energetically. Um, and that's why I really enjoy and I'm really passionate about working with because it's such a powerful modality to kind of get in there through the physical body as they can start to like let go. Yes. Oh, I, I'm excited to, I, I, I'm signing up because I, I mean, well, I used to love being out on the beach. It was my favorite place on earth, walking along the shore and kicking my toes in the water. And just, it was just, obviously I, I've said, I'm going to live on Hilton Head Island someday, vacationed here 20 years. And yeah. uh, then we moved here and over the past few years, I suddenly don't want to be out on the beach because they have this horrific fear of open spaces. And I'm like, all right, where is this all of a sudden coming from? And so, but I've done a tremendous amount of healing work. And so, you know, we're, we're talking about like, you know, feeling exposed and all of that stuff. So is this something you could help someone with? Yes. And so it's feeling through those layers of those emotions and teaching you how to go into the sensations and what's underneath that and kind of going layer by layer. 
sometimes maybe it's not from your experiences in this lifetime. It might be from other, you know, lifetimes or other, you know, experiences you might have had. And sometimes those experiences you're having externally are a metaphor for something else internally that needs to be like looked at on a deeper level. And so, um, yeah. You know. Ooh, that just resonated with me when you said that. Yeah. I was like, Ooh, that's good. No one said that yeah. yet. So I had a client earlier today was like, you know, visiting some family members that she's trying to like disconnect from. And she has that awareness that that's going to be happening soon, even though she enjoys them. But being at the movies, she took a drink of water and she was having neck pain and she couldn't swallow. Well, it's not her neck and it's not, there's something wrong with her throat. It's literally that She's choking because there's so many things she wants to say and verbalize and she can't because it's not time yet. Right. But she's holding that all in. So of course, you know, where's that going to get you right here? You know, you're like choking, like you could, because you can't voice your truth or say what you need to say. So things like that or constipation, right? I can't go to the bathroom. Well, what am I unwilling to let digest and process and be able to release and let go of? Because letting go is one of the hardest things people have a hard time doing on all levels. And so that literally is a physical representation in your digestive system of not being able to process something and then not being able to let it go. Um, so oh, like those so are just like, yeah. I, go ahead. I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> yeah. So like, those are some visceral reasons. Like someone might come to me for like digestive issues. Well, I mean, yes, they have tightness in there that needs to be released, but it's not once we get to like releasing it physically. So it's more open and it, your organs can actually work better. Cause I work a lot in people's abdomens. It is a metaphor for something else, you know? So it's feeling into that and going into those layers, layer by layer and starting to do some other things outside of se the sessions, like your own work to help to, you know, work through some of that stuff. Yeah. Interesting. And I, my mom's 87. She recently fell, broke her femur. And so she had to have a partial hip replacement. So I'm, I'm actually flying out tomorrow to go help her for two weeks. And, um, but anyway, the, they kept telling me they had a catheter in her and I kept asking, when are you going to do the void trial again? And they said, Oh, she keeps failing. It keeps failing it. And I said, I'm going to talk to her. And because this isn't, physical this is my mom has a history um with um urination and bowel movements um related back to childhood trauma and i said so i'm gonna give her a little pep talk well i said i could hear the eye roll over the phone but they were like okay whatever so i, I talked to her a few days later and i said she said oh they took the catheter out i'm able to go i've been going on my own she said i listened to what you said and and so I had just told her, you know, mom, this is related back to your childhood trauma. And I said the thing about what you just said about, you know, you just need to relax, breathe into it and let it go and just, you know, allow it and feel it. And so anyway, she did and it worked and it was wonderful. And I was like, yeah, so you're yeah, just saying yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And sometimes yeah. people have an easier time just doing it and others not, you know, they need extra right. like other things so yeah i mean those are just metaphors from your body your higher self just trying to tell you you know yeah well and she still she still has issues so she's gone back you know she's she's still struggling yeah. and so i'm thinking oh my gosh it would be so amazing to have you work on her uh and so you could do something like that you i mean can you do that type of work uh through a zoom call 
Um, so I could do some of the like emotional, like dialoguing and stuff like yeah. that. Get her to feel into her body. Um, yes. Um, but obviously the physical work, like I could even maybe direct you on how to put your hands on her body to do some gentle stuff. Um, if you're there, you know, um, which can be very simple and easy to help her to like physically like to have some relief too. Um, cause she probably has some tightness in her, her pelvic floor area and like her lower abdomen that's causing that too, because your bladder is just a fascial sac. And, uh, when you have tightness in there, it's compressing that fascial sac. So anytime it fills up with fluid, people can't, or they feel like they have to go, but then they, you know, so it's kind of a combination of physical, emotional, all that stuff. And that's our, our uh, root and sacral chakra where we have to feel safe and protected and, oh yeah. Uh, you know, issues around processing our emotions or relationships and all that stuff. It's all in that area. So it'll affect reproductive issues, urinary issues, uh, digestive issues, all that stuff. Wow. Yeah. And I had a very profound moment with that just recently. I had kidney stone attack um, and it was too huge to pass. It was a 13 and I guess a five is the max a human body can, can get out on their own. So anyway, I had a procedure done where they broke it up into smaller pieces, but they put a stent in and I was struggling so terrible with these bladder spasms and I don't like taking medications. Oh, yeah. And so they were like, Oh, take this pill, take this pill, take this pill. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Well, then I realized this is so much more than a physical sensation. This is taking me back to um, sexual abuse in my childhood in that same sensation of pain that I was experiencing. And so because I've done the healing work, I was able to do the correlation and, and connect right. the two. And then I did some, some healing strategies with it and, and was able to work through it. But yeah, I'm glad you brought that up and that connection and, oh my gosh, how all of just how our bodies are connected in so many ways. Yeah. Um, from from traumatic events or and then the physical just that mind body soul connection yeah so likely that you know the kidney stone the experience of having to have the stint in could also be a trigger to get you to go a little bit deeper with that stuff um you know so that you can process and feel and let go and feel the discomfort and um yes. release another layer you know yeah, I, I, I told myself that I'm like, all right, kiddo, maybe <laughs> now this is God slash the universe saying, all right, now, now we're ready to go into this particular level of it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Oh my gosh. Well, um, obviously I could sit here and talk to you about all these amazing things that you're doing, but is there any, any particular subject that you wanted to touch upon that we haven't had a chance to talk about? Um, you know, I would say, you know, with, with all the healing work that I do, you know, like right now I'm taking a group of people through like learning how to do shamanic journeying and go and do some um, journeying on their own to make contact with their guides, you know, and tap into things that they need to heal on a deeper layer or just to get insights. And, um, you know, as a healer working with people, my job is to just hold space. And of, of course I have tools that I can use, right? Whether it's the body work or sound healing or, um, you know, dialoguing or coaching and helping people through that process, really, it's so important to know that when you can really allow yourself to tap into yourself at a heart level and you have all the power inside of yourself to heal and to get the, the answers and the guidance. And yes, you do need helpers along the way, whether it's your therapist or me or whoever, you know, but knowing that 
you can feel good and you can heal. It is messy and it's hard, but if you're willing to do the work, the other, the light at the end of the tunnel is being able to experience life on such a richer level in many ways. And we all have that ability inside to be fully healed um, and complete and, you know, feel joy and to have everything that we want, need and desire. You know, we just have to be willing to do the work and it's possible, but we all, uh, I just hope that people realize how much power they have. And especially when people have experienced trauma, a lot of your power has been taken away through those experiences, you know? And so the way you take your power back is by healing yourself. Um, and especially generational trauma, it tends to, I'm sure you're not the first person that's experienced sexual abuse in your family line. And so a lot of times that is a pattern that's been happening ancestrally for years. And so you actually healing yourself while it's beneficial for you, you're also energetically healing past generational lines and future generational lines. So you're the one doing the work for your ancestral line. And so that's pretty, that's pretty deep and profound as well. And so, um, you know, there's so much. So I love late. it. And I'm smiling so big because I literally, literally had that conversation with myself about, oh, I don't know, an hour ago because I'm getting on a plane tomorrow and I haven't flown since I was 15 by myself. And so there's that I'm, terrified, excited, and empowered all in one big ball. And so I said to myself, kiddo, you getting on that flight tomorrow, it's 95 minutes. There's 95 minutes. You are not just, it's not just a huge journey for yourself on this healing journey, but the impact that it's going to have on your ancestral line and your children and grandchildren and in, in moving forward yeah. is huge. So I love that. I love that you said it. Yeah. It's um, one of the collaborative books I wrote a chapter in was it's all on ancestral healing. And so a lot of the other healers that wrote chapters, they, you know, on their different modalities that they use, but it's all about how, you know, when we really set up to a plate to heal ourselves and with whatever tool we choose, you know, whether it's, you know, EFT or EMDR or shamanic journey or, you know, any of the modalities, you're really... They're all just different tools to try to help you along the way. But you, when you heal yourself, you're really healing your ancestral line, but also the collective. Oh, you know, I just, you took it out of my head. Yeah. It's just going to be like the collective. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and we've all definitely experienced trauma in the last couple of years with COVID, regardless of how we, I, I say that to people now, like regardless of how you felt about it, whether you were over here, or over here, it doesn't matter. We all experienced trauma and we all have PTSD from COVID. And so all the suppressed trauma that we've experienced our whole entire lifetime that we've never dealt with or, or worked on or healed is all, all rushing to the surface. That's why you're seeing so much like, like stuff, people's shits coming up, you know, yes. essentially. Yeah. Um, coming up for you to look at and all that discomfort is really an opportunity when we're uncomfortable and, and it doesn't feel good. It's really an opportunity for you to like dig in and like do some of the healing work. Um, not just for yourself, but for everybody else too, you know, cause it's a ripple effect. Energetically you are, in an indirect way affecting your microcosm, which affects the macrocosm, which affects humanity, you know? So, yeah. Yes. Amen. Yes. Well, <laughs> I have another question being, do you have recordings of your sound bowl uh, sessions or can, can people access it? I only say that because 
again, when I when I was a part of your of your um, I don't want to call it a presentation. It was just like this gathering that was so beautiful. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I it just was emotional. It touched me on a soul level. And so I just find it so beautiful and healing. I have uh, that actually that 88 gate lions gate. Um, we recorded it. I actually have to upload it onto my YouTube channel, which is the sacred soul guidance channel. Um, I have some shorter videos up there of my sound healing and, um, but I don't have any like longer, yeah. you know, well, just, I'm just telling people, check it out. Like but, go check it out. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Um, and yeah. yes, beautiful. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, Again, I could sit and <laughs> talk to you for hours on end because I, yeah. I love the work you're doing. I just, uh, what a gift it is to the world, really. Um, so thank you. Thank you. Yeah, right. let me know if I can help or anything or provide. Sure. So, yeah. so how do people connect with you? How, do, how can they get in touch? Um, well, I don't know if you want to leave my email address, my website, you know, sacredsoulguidance.com. Also, TanyaColucciMFR.com. They can reach out to me on Instagram, which is Sacred Soul Guidance, Facebook, email, text, whatever works for people. Is, awesome. uh, I'm accessible in many way, different ways. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Well, thank you again. It's just yeah. it's been a joy. All right. Well, everyone, thanks for joining us today on the Healing Place podcast. Remember, until next time, be gentle with yourself. Thanks. Bye-bye. Yeah. Hey everybody, Terry Welbrock again. Just wanted to thank you for listening to the episode today and remind you to visit my website as well as the academy.terrywelbrock.com for the courses. But if you go to my website, terrywelbrock.com, you can sign up for my monthly Hope for Healing newsletter, which is also jam-packed with information and strategies and blog pieces and guest blog pieces and links to shows. Um, and just a great space for, uh, again, healing. Thanks for, again, being here and being a part of this healing space. I very much appreciate you. All right. Bye-bye.